Hello and welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. As always, my name is Brent Trahune. Joining me on this week's episode for the first time, Mr. David Britton. Hello. Hey, hey man. It's, it's good to be here, man. It's good to see your face again. I know it's well, I, you know, we were just talking before we hit record, but like this is how I talk to people now uh, is the internet. Yeah, that's the whole reason I started a podcast. I was lonely. <laughs> And then people are like, are you even recording? And they're like, no, I'm just, just wanted to talk to you. And nobody has conversations otherwise. I can't remember, like, when would you sit down with a friend? And it's a completely, I think, reasonable thing to do to be like, hey, you want to sit down and talk for an hour? Or to, like watch a football or like talk. I'm like, no, 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 no music. Yeah. <laughs> no TV, just me and you staring each other in the face and talking. It is weird that like now the art of conversation is just relegated to podcasts and media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can only be, I, can, I could talk to you for an hour, but you got to promise me that other people are going to listen to it. Yeah, like, I, I need to watch what I say in case uh, it's used against me later. Oh my God, I fear that all. It's such a... It's such an egotistical thing for me to fear, but I also fear it. I'm like, what if someone takes that out of context later? And I'm like, no one cares who the fuck you are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm in the, like, my wife and I had the joke of like, oh, uh, Brent, they like you until they find that 9 11 joke you had on the internet and then you're done. Yeah. Although 9 11 jokes have come so far that they're like almost hacky now, right? It's like, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. It's now not I'm not canceled. Bad. Now I'm just a hack. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The different stages. But uh, the reason uh, you're on the show, besides just wanting to hang out with my friend, David, oh. uh, I wanted uh, just I wanted to talk about memes. And just uh, it's just such a big part of internet culture and just uh, everybody's day-to-day -day now just to send memes back and forth. Yeah, they're one of those things that, like, I feel like you're aware of them before you really know what they are. It's like you know what they are, but you don't know that, You've heard the term meme, and then you've seen like Willy Wonka being condescending to somebody. <laughs> and then you're like, I think those are the same. Yeah, Did forever. You... It was just like, oh, send me that picture. Send me yeah, that picture. Yeah. And then you hear meme. And at first you're like, I don't know how to say that. And then you figure out it's meme, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You picture like some old lady going like, Did you send me one of them memes? Send me a meme. <laughs> I live with Mimi. She. She's just down the hall for me in the in the retirement community. But uh, yeah, so um, you you have written uh, a lot about memes, right, David? Yeah, like I uh, was working for the Daily Dot for a long time, and I guess officially still am. It was like a, I was freelancing for them for like years, several years, and I would like, you know, I'd pick up stories, and mm -hmm. then I kind of like just got out of it because there wasn't as much to write. But what I was mainly writing about, like 80% of the time was about memes. Like, mm -hmm. oh, this Shrek meme is big. Or like, you know, we need an article about the top 10 Star, Star Wars memes or something. Yeah. So then I'd research like, not just the meme, but like where it started and how it got to this point. And, and so sometimes it would just be about one specific meme. And sometimes it would be like a list of like 10 memes from Shrek or something. Mm -hmm. And to fill it, everybody in the Daily Dot, what would you, what would you say that is? Like an internet newspaper or blog or? Yeah, it's an internet newspaper, and you know it started out more being internet focused, and now it's just like 
you know, any other, like, I'm trying to think. It's not BuzzFeed, because BuzzFeed is more list and, like, real short stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of what it's more like. Maybe, like, Vox or Vulture or something like that, where it's just, like, a newspaper, just like a newspaper or magazine. Yeah. And also, I forgot to, at the beginning of the show, I like to get do some plugs right at the top. You had a new album that just came out. Well, what's the album called and when can you find it? God, I'm really bad at promotion. The album is called uh, The History of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, it's available in like all the places. That's the great thing about uh, you know being on the labels. They put it on Apple. Yeah. They put it on Spotify, on Sirius, on probably a bunch of other places. So David Britton, The History of the Universe, please listen to it. Because that's what I'm most excited about is just like <clears throat> people to like hear it mm-hmm. since I did it, you know? Well, yeah, it's a thing that uh, now... I don't know how you were when you released it, but I released an album. I was also in my head done with that material. Like not like the material's never done, but I was also like, I'm tired of saying these words in this order. Yeah, 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 for sure. I always think that and I think like and I always want to do the new jokes. And then I'll get into a room where I'm like afraid for some reason. I'm like Oh, these people probably already don't like me. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, here's a hit that and they don't fucking know, you know, they've mm-hmm. never seen me before. So I always want to do the new jokes. And then sometimes I'll get in the room and like chicken out and be like, I just gotta do the stuff I know it's gonna work. Yeah, no, I do that all the time where you're like, All right, here, here I'm gonna force myself to say all these new things, and then you get up there and you just you just go back to what's comfortable. It's yeah. it's easy. Yeah. But, but I haven't uh, been doing anything anyway, so. Well, yeah, you well, you and me both. Um, but the the memes, so you wrote for uh, Daily Dot. Uh, it was Daily Dot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote okay. for the Daily Dot for a long time. And I, get, I think I still could if I went back and pitched them an idea. I just haven't mm-hmm. in like six or seven months for some reason. Now, what, what do you know about the beginning of memes? Uh, have you gotten into that uh, kind of thing, the origin of, of memes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact... Uh, uh, my girlfriend April and I for we started doing a podcast about memes and this is the problem with dating someone successful is then she got like a good job it's like I can't fuck around with this anymore and I'm like <laughs> I totally I totally understand but she's also super into memes so we did a podcast for a while and we just put it out actually on YouTube and instead because she did amazing like uh, graphics for it and stuff mm-hmm. uh, oh you could look that up it's called what do you meme that's on okay. YouTube. Uh, it's probably hard to find, but maybe I'll send you a link or I yeah, don't know I'll how post you post it. Uh, but I was really impressed with what she did. But I really got into like uh, the or did you know the word meme was uh, created by Richard Dawkins? I didn't know that until I started doing the research. Yeah, I want just just try to not sound dumb. I looked some of the stuff up and I did realize he created that. And what did do you know what he meant? Because you know, when I start reading things, then I feel dumb. <laughs> well, well, meme is one of those uh, words that it, it is kind of hard to pin down exactly what it means because it's not like you know a book or a slinky where you could be like, "That's what that is." It's mm-hmm. like this concept, and like things kind of fit in and things kind of don't. But basically, it's like an a meme is like. Uh, he defined it, I think, as a unit of culture, mm-hmm. which you're like, what the fuck does that mean? But I think it's just like an idea in our culture. Like we all know what, like when people like, 
I don't know, toss a paper wad into a like trash can and go, Kobe, like mm-hmm. that's like a meme, you know, mm-hmm. we all know what it means and people will do it in like a different way and kind of change it and, and stuff like that. But, and in that way, memes have been around longer than the definition yeah. of the word meme, but he kind of came up with a word for it. Well, and it's kind of like that. I tried to work on a joke about this, but it, the the phenomenon when you go to like a fast food place or a gas station, you take the cup and you fill it with every different soda. What do you call that? Oh yeah, we call that the suicide. The suicide, yeah. And I've I I don't know if I found other names for that, but it's just odd that we take that such a dark concept of suicide, and they're like Diet Pepsi, Diet Coke, <laughs> Code Red, like that weird thing but i get i mean in, in a way that's a i guess is a meme because it's what we call something you know and in the loosest uh, definition of a meme yeah and you have to know our culture to get it but mm-hmm. i think that's only one part of what a meme is i think that unit of culture is is the first ingredient to make a meme and then i think it also has to like kind of change and mutate from person to person as it pass as it's passed along almost like that game telephone where you whisper something mm-hmm. in someone's ear and then they whisper it in someone else's ear and you see memes do that you know the more people use them like the distracted boyfriend meme which i think was really popular mm-hmm. like you saw that start out as one thing and it slowly changed over time mm-hmm. to a to a weirder different thing and everyone was putting their own spin on it mm-hmm. I had a, a professor in college, you know, you're talking about culture and it's, I, for, it's one of those professors that I didn't know his name forever. And now I won't forget it. Cause it's professor Aman Wally. He was an African guy, uh-huh. but it was, I remember it distinctly several classes going up and being like, excuse me, professor. Cause I didn't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Luckily you could get away with that with yeah. the professor, but it was like, uh, I don't even know what it was. Anthropology or something like that. And, I'll, you know, the big thing that he wanted to hammer home was, was culture as society mediated by symbols. That was his definition of culture. So that's, you know, when you look at somebody's culture, like what are their symbols and what does that even mean to those people versus right. what does it mean to somebody else, you know? And that's exactly what a meme is, is, you know, even like in our own culture, I'll see memes and I'm like, I got no idea what that means. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was uh, when I was writing about it more like there were still like things that would turn up. And actually, April was better about it than me. Like she could always be like, I know what this one is. Like she would have to tell me Mm -hmm. because there's just so many and they get so weird. Like there's this thing called deep fried memes Mm -hmm. where it's just like people uh, intentionally making the screen grainy and like the colors wrong. And it's like SpongeBob with like laser eyes and it'll just say fried chicken question mark. And you're like, I don't, I don't fucking know what's happening. And it'll be like the PlayStation symbol in the background with a Ford F-150. And like, I, I, I somehow will stumble across those on Instagram and be like, I don't know if I'm missing something or what, because it's like there's a lot of things going on and I don't know any of them. Yeah, I think some of it is supposed to be like, this is so far out there, you know, Mm -hmm. and when April and I were talking about it, you know, part of what's always cool is shit your parents don't understand. Yeah. So like the weirder you can get it and we're like, haha, these squares will never get this. And so (laughs) that deep fried memes are just really jumping into that pool, I think, all the way to the bottom. Mm hmm. And that, that's the thing is, you know, I'm, 
I'm 31, but then every day I'll go on the, on the internet and something will make me feel more and more out of touch with as big as the internet. I'll see something that I don't know. And I'm like, man, do I even need to invest time into this thing? Yeah. At a certain point, it's like when you talk to your dad, he's like, I like ACDC and Tom Petty and Led Zeppelin. And it's like, at a certain point, he just stopped listening to new music, you know? Yeah, I think that's when you really do get old as mm-hmm. when you're like, I'm not doing the new thing. Like Jake Johansson has a bit where he's like, that's when you become old. It's when I can't remember his bit and I would never try to do like a mm-hmm. Jake Johansson. But the, the idea is like, you know, when you refuse to do whatever the next thing is, like Snapchat came along, he's like, I guess I'll fucking do Snapchat or whatever. <laughs> like uh, maybe TikTok is the thing now, which I have to admit, I'm not, I, I have a TikTok account. I've never TikToked. Mm-hmm. I used to Vine. I love yeah. Vine. <laughs> I'd make vines all day. Yeah, vine is like a feature length TikTok, or no, vice versa. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And that, that, then there's even like cultures, uh, you know. And that's the thing that I also realized with memes was, oh, that there's video memes. To me, meme was just a thing you saved on your phone and then you send it to your friend, and it's a yeah. picture. But they're video memes, which I that I didn't even include that in, in my definition. Well, some people would say the first ever me, the first ever internet meme. So mm-hmm. I guess when we're talking, like we were talking, our definition of memes was like hugely inclusive mm-hmm. of like all these ethereal concepts or whatever. But when we start talking more specifically about internet memes, which is what most of us mean when we talk about memes, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would say the first one was Baby Cha Cha, which came around and like, 1998, 99, and it was this animated GIF of a dancing baby. Mm-hmm. Some people called it just dancing baby, which now, like, you couldn't call it, like, there's a million, like, if you looked up dancing baby, it would be like a million videos, right? <laughs> yes. But this was, uh, you know, end of the 90s, which, which is a very important time for the internet, because 1999 or 2000, right there, was like the turning point where... I can't remember if it was 99 or 2000, but one of those years was the year more than 50% of households had internet. It was like 49% and then the next year was 51%. So right around 1999 is where like this stuff became super relevant. Our mom started letting us use the, those AOL discs. Yeah. 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 She's like, okay, go ahead. You asked me enough yeah yeah we gotta we gotta do it we gotta buy a modem whatever that is um so uh yeah there was this little animated gift that some like probably professor at mit like sent around it was just a little baby dancing around with Mm -hmm. like a little 3d animated baby and people would email it to each other and it got super popular and it got on ally mcbeal which is Mm -hmm. another thing like nobody knows what the fuck that is now um, and some people would say that was like the first real meme. And that was kind of a video. It was like an animated little mm-hmm. GIF. I, I, re- I just remember like whatever episode of the Simpsons is where Homer starts his own website and, oh, yeah. and it's all Mr. like little X GIF. and it's all just like essentially the Jesus version of the dancing baby, just like dancing in a circle. And his website is just a whole bunch of like GIFs. Like yeah. there's no real substance <laughs> to the website at all. And now I wonder if that's a real website now that you could go. If I feel like anytime you see a fake website mm-hmm. on a TV show, you're like, somebody's immediately like, ah, go daddy.com. I'll get that. 
I think that was uh, one of the things I saw on the Simpsons was like his email was like chunky lover something at AOL.com. Uh-huh. And then if you, you know, of course you saw it on, you know, that Sunday night when it premiered, people emailed it and then they were getting emails back from, you know, quote Homer or somebody from the Simpsons, which that's always cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, I remember watching home movies. Did you ever watch home movies? Yeah, with Brendan Small and uh, John, um, I'm trying to. Oh, H. John Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always mess that up too because I think John and then you got to remember to put the H first. That's <laughs> yeah. a tough one. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an episode where like uh, they accidentally filmed Fenton's mom in the shower. So. <laughs> Uh, the coach, Coach McGirt, calls up and tries to register Fenton's Naked Mom.com. <laughs> and it's taken. So he's like, How about Fenton's Naked Mom.gov? <laughs> and they're all like, Taken. Take. That's funny. Um, and the, the other thing that I saw was like the other meme, big meme, and I, was the hamster dance. Oh, yeah. Hamster dance. Doodle, 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 doodle. Yeah, that was a big one. Which I didn't, you know, I some of these are so pre like me being on the internet, but it, you know, just a whole bunch of hamsters dancing to whistle stop from uh, Robin hood. And so the, <laughs> the, the lady created as a contest with her friends and it was in 98 and it had like 600 views. And then somehow and like four days got up to 600,000 views and became like blogs and bumper stickers and shit like that. But it's a, such a, b- a bizarre thing where you can go to sleep and wake up the next morning and be like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly the power of the internet. And I don't think people knew that at the time that shit like that could happen mm-hmm. for good or for ill. Like, you know, like there's also stories about the woman who tweeted, like she was on her way to Africa on vacation. And she was like, on my way to Africa. Hope yeah. I don't get AIDS. Ha ha ha. Click send to Twitter. <laughs> wait you know fly across the ocean take off your sleep mask it's like you're fired everyone <laughs> you're fired ps everyone in the world hates you and yeah like, like just and that's not even overnight that's you know maybe i don't know how long that flight is but 10 hours yeah just to not even go to sleep just to turn on your phone and it just won't stop buzzing oh man i don't and i don't know the actual timeline i know it was real quick with her like yeah and it just like and I'm not saying that's not a fucked up thing to tweet, but I'm like, oh my God, that is frightening oh, yeah. how quick things happen. Yeah, well, and it's also anything big, like let's say the Super Bowl with, um, who was it last, Shakira and J-Lo, just uh-huh. whatever, you know, stills you got from the Super Bowl. And those were just memes literally 10 minutes after that show ended. Like, it's so crazy how something can happen or like the guy, there was like one uh, guy on his phone at the World Series of the Cubs game or whatever. And uh, then that just became a phenomenon for the next day. Like, and then people would be like, oh, here's the best one of these I saw. Like, it's yeah. a whole series of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my friend um, uh, Reggie Edwards, who's a very funny comedian, has a joke where he's like, yeah, we got, uh, I saw somebody reading a newspaper the other day. If you don't know what that is, it's a thing they used to give you that tells you what happened yesterday. <laughs> that is fun. It's such, so weird how news, like even, you know, something happened two hours ago is old news. Yeah, it's true. It's like, you don't know that that happened. Like oh, it happened here. Yeah. That happened like- this morning. It's like when I learn a new word and then I just go to somebody and be like, oh, you don't know what. 
uh, oblique means. You know, <laughs> look at this guy. And it's like, I just learned it 10 minutes ago, but now I'm smug about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what. And I think it's scary for you and I. Like, I'm older than you, but like, we're at least both old enough to remember where the internet wasn't popular mm -hmm. or even wasn't around. So, like, you know, and I'm not one of these kids today. You got these fucking kids today don't get <laughs> it. But why would they get it? And why do, they're right that it's like mm -hmm. insane that we're like, do you remember? Did you hear about this? thing from last week and they're like last week yeah what are you talking about <laughs> last week it's like when some big celebrity dies i can count on my mom to text me the next day and be like did you see so and so died i'm like yep i saw it yesterday yeah 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 but it is weird if you're ever offline for more than two days mm -hmm. which sometimes i am because i've been like uh working up north of here even a little bit and i'll stay up there and i don't get internet so mm -hmm. like sometimes I don't see the news for like two days and you come back and you're like, well, it's a whole different world again. <laughs> like, yeah, they, he was fired and rehired and then somehow his, his penis leaked on the internet and then he got <laughs> fired again and went to Africa. Like so many things can happen. It is yeah. so bizarre. And all that stuff was happening before. You just didn't know about it all the day it happened or the hour yeah. it happened or whatever. Yeah, I just wish the if I had a, f a filter on my phone, just give me the top three stories and then I'll be good. Don't yeah. give me any more info than that. Um, I'll, I'll come up with my clever tweet about that. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I'll see that uh, 90 other people tweeted the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> and then you'll see one person who's like, you fucking hacks with your joke about this. And you're like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah even, yeah at least google it before you tweet it yeah we all we're all pulling from the same source material at times so yeah, yeah, me. yeah um but what other uh you know i think you, you mentioned that you had written for you know different memes weekly so what are the ones that that struck you as having a you know background or what are the ones you want to talk about well I would, uh, since we were talking about like the, the kind of origin of internet memes and mm -hmm. how they got big, I think like one of the big ones, the biggest one, and to me, the first real internet, internet meme, like you could say baby cha-cha, dancing baby, mm -hmm. you could make an argument for that. But I would say, I think it was 1999 again, uh, was all your base are belong to us. Do you remember okay. all your base are belong to us? The, and I know it now, but that's a time uh, that was kind of before even, you know, me being on the internet, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would have been, yeah, it was really early on, but it was like um, big enough to be news stories and like, mm -hmm. and that started, there was a, a Japanese video game called like X-Wing or something. Maybe this wasn't X-Wing because that is, I should know the name of it, but it, I feel like that's a Star Wars thing. Probably couldn't Zero call it. Wing. Zero Wing. Of yeah. course, Zero Wing. Did you just look that up or did you remember it? I looked it up. Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm glad that I was like, I know about this. And I'm like, I don't fucking know the name. Of it. No, I do that all the time. Let me tell you. And then I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> well, I'm glad you looked it up because I could not remember it. But it was a Japanese video game that got translated into English. Of course, poorly, because I, I've taken some Japanese and it's a fucking tough language. They mm -hmm. are not Japanese and English are not very similar. Well, that's how we got Donkey Kong. Like, I yeah, mean, it's yeah. supposed to be Monkey Kong. I get, you know, from what I know. <laughs> that makes sense. You know, Donkey Kong is one of those things that's so ubiquitous and we've all heard it so many times. 
that until this moment, I never thought to question, why the fuck is he called Donkey Kong? Yeah, that's a completely different animal. Yeah, that doesn't uh, make any sense. It never even occurred to me to question that. Well, yeah, now it's one of those, it's been grandfathered in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> He's Donkey Kong. Um, but Zero uh, Wing. Oh, oh, yes, so Zero Wing. So it got translated into English, and of course, very poorly. And it is very funny to watch. And so the, the first cut scene in the video game is these like aliens attacking like humans in the future. And this, the, I guess the head bad guy comes on screen mm-hmm. and it's like, greetings, gentlemen, you are on the wave of destruction. And then the captain's like, what you say? And then a hint is like, someone set us up the bomb. And, <laughs> and then the, the, ca- the evil alien guy says, all your base are belong to us. <laughs> and just, it's so fucking funny. Um, all, and so uh, there was, at the time, there was this web co- website called Something Awful, which was huge at the time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking 99. So it was, it started out pre-Facebook, pre-Twitter, no YouTube. Kind of an, yeah. would you say like an e-bombs world kind of thing? Yeah, yes, yes. Because it was kind of like a, a, a magazine collected with all these funny writers who would write all these like little funny things. Mm-hmm. And then they also at some point opened up forums. So because they were going broke, mm-hmm. um, trying to keep up with the server demands. So they started forums where people could just like post things uh, and talk to each other. Uh, something awful started a lot of memes. Like that's where Slenderman comes from. Oh yeah, which is fun. The the idea is entertaining, but then you find out how what evil things were carried out in the name of this, you know, internet guy. And then you're like, oh, and the terrible movie that uh, is not good. Don't go go see Slenderman the movie. But did uh, you go see? Sl- I didn't see it. It was yeah, terrible. My, my wife and I try to see most horror movies that uh, they're in the theaters. And we like 15 minutes in, I just leaned over and I was like, this sucks now. And it's not going to get better. And it's probably <laughs> the, one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah. You know, like I had a feeling because it was meant to be, I think it was meant to be legitimately creepy. If I remember correctly, Slenderman though started out um, on this thing called Photoshop Friday, which at the time was super innovative and hilarious and amazing uh, because, you know, people didn't, again, people didn't have Photoshop. Not Mm -hmm. everyone could Photoshop. Like I'm talking to you right now and you're in Charlie Brown world in the background. Yeah. My green screen. So now I'm in Charlie Brown, but now, you know, now you could just have Photoshop literally on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, and not actual Photoshop, but some like, like, mm-hmm. you know, facsimile of photo editing. But back then you had to be really good. And, uh, there was this thing called Photoshop Friday, which was in the forums and every week they'd have a challenge, like make these, make these, make pictures like this. I remember one time it was like make household products terrifying and someone came up with macaroni and bees and it was like a carton with <laughs> bee. Like they were really good at like, there was a, a gobra, which was like a gogurt, but cobras in a can. <laughs> That's like, kind of like the, an at midnight style game where the hashtag game where you're like, uh, you know, uh, Jewish pimps, and then you have to name like 
a oh, yeah. or whatever. What a, you know, that's a terrible example, but, uh, I was really hoping you had some Jewish pimp names. I know I'll come back next time and I will have some <laughs> last time I did, uh, not last time, but one time when I did evening with an, with the authors mm-hmm. to the show, you pretend to be an author. I, I pretended to be, uh, I made up a character called Andrew Dreidel clay, <laughs> which was the comedian that Andrew Dice Clay stole all his jokes from. That's funny. <laughs> it was very fun. But anyway, so Photoshop Friday, one of the challenges one week was to make uh, a scary picture that could pass for a real photo. Mm-hmm. So somebody did, and they just made Slender Man, who was just, he's in the background, and it looks very real because these people were good at Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And it got passed around the internet, and people started thinking it was real. Uh, and it was, a, it was, it just, and at the time people didn't know things could go viral like that. That wasn't mm-hmm. even a saying like going viral, but it makes sense when you just think about the mathematics of the internet, but it wasn't in anyone's head that stuff like that would happen. Well, now it's the complete opposite when the, the dancing baby was on Ally McBeal, you know, that exposed it to the mainstream, but also was, I don't know, probably equivalent to the same amount of people seeing it on the internet, but it was like a pop culture thing. And now their whole shows centered around viral videos. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's the opposite. They, you know, one made it viral, and now that they're taking viral stuff and making their show based off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That now we all know, and mm-hmm. it's got to be a cheap way to make a show. To be like, hey, here is all these things that we a already know people love, and b it'll cost us almost zero dollars to put someone in front of a screen like Daniel Tosh going like, Hey, look at this girl jumping rope. And Mm -hmm. it's America's funniest home videos, basically. Yeah. It's talk soup and America's funniest home videos and all those shows. And it's, but the thing is, I also enjoy those shows because now I don't have to search for those videos. It's like you gave me the, the, whatever it was, it's uh, cliff notes or whatever it is of viral videos. Yeah, I totally understand everyone's perspective on that. Like like making those shows for cheap, I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm exactly the same way. Like I I spent like, I don't know, two hours the other night watching someone had just put, people put up clips of like newscasts gone wrong where newscasters mm-hmm. fuck up and accidentally <laughs> say something. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one woman was interviewing someone from the local uh, pound, like adoption shelter and was like, mm-hmm. and this is... This is Charlie, and he's an Irish wolfhound. And here he goes. And then they throw it back to the other anchor, and he's like, "Wow, why don't you and that dog get a room?" It's like, <laughs> "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> and like, usually, usually with the ones with the animals, it's always like, a, "And Charlie's a great cat," and then it's just like clawing the shit out of the guy's leg. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a comedian for a while. I just remembered this. Who would, you know? I, I'm sure you've done it. I'm sorry, everything's a tangent of a tangent. It's like having Todd no, Glass no. on the show. <laughs> it's like, no, he's never going to get to the fucking point. I saw Todd Glass one time do a show where, like, in the middle of it, he had not ever gotten to the point. And we're like, oh, and if you want me to get to the point, uh, fuck you, you're at the wrong show. And then he just kept going. <laughs> just enjoy the moment. <laughs> See, and I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I, well, I was going to say, we were talking about cats and stuff and oh, yeah. to me that i didn't know like a video was a, a meme but the keyboard cat 
Oh, keyboard cat, of course. Forever. Like I spent so much so much time just watching. And if you're not familiar with keyboard cat, it's essentially a viral video. Like my favorite is like a a two couples in a hot tub. And clearly somebody had shit the hot tub. <laughs> and again, I don't know if that's like a if that was just like a planned viral video. Uh-huh. But the, the everybody gets out and the the water's brown and then it just this cat somebody clearly manipulating its arms to play a keyboard and i just i don't know how many times i've watched that and just cried laughing <laughs> yeah it's like i've said this before as a comedian but like there's nothing i can do that's as funny as some of these videos like yeah i have a bit about like you know that that video that's just like two minutes of goat screams that sound like humans yelling where they're mm-hmm. like Whoa! yeah <laughs> like i laugh so hard harder than i've ever made anyone mm-hmm. laugh and I'm trying really hard. Yeah. And these goats just want like lettuce or whatever. Like it's, it's so weird how like, you know, you and I uh, taken jokes on the road and spent time and crafted. And then people are like, dude, look at this goat. Isn't that the funniest thing you've ever seen? And you're like, I guess, man. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. It's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you don't want it to be, but yeah. I, I've never felt like more of a phony then what I remember very specifically doing a show at some restaurant or whatever, you know, and you know how it is. You'll do those shows where it's like, oh, come down to uh, Laugh Face Comedy Club. Our uh, sign is an emoji. Is that emoji of a person laughing? So, you know, yeah. it's funny. <laughs> and I went to do that show. And they're like, come to our club. And the club is like one half of a Chinese restaurant on Friday nights. <laughs> which again it's like do your thing like i'm happy to be here i'm glad you did it but i felt like such a phony because i did there was like 10 people in the room and like i'm getting some polite chuckles and people like "Ah, okay Mm -hmm. and then from the other room i hear fucking tammy from accounting goddamn crushing at her table of friends just like she probably dropped like her pork roll in her lap and was like (laughs) oh that's the most meat i've gotten in a while and like (laughs) everyone's like oh yeah and that's the thing is you can't like you can't be funnier than inside jokes like you the one of the hardest things to do in comedy is to perform for a room where it's like a group of 10 people and whatever their inside joke you're not going to be funnier than you know tammy being like that's the most meat she's had and then you're just like (laughs) you can't win against that you know no 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 it's yeah it's impossible i'm happy those 10 people are there you know we're all well and, and speaking of like you know, crafting jokes. Like, I don't know if you've ever had it happen, but I, I've had a a joke that I had written then somehow became a meme and just, I would get people tagging me and tagging me. Oh, I know. Which the, you know, the joke. And again, I know I wrote this joke, but it's also a certain joke that you have to say words in this order for the outcome to be the outcome. So I could see how somebody else would come up with a joke, but the joke is, um, uh, the shoelaces I, joke. Yeah, I, I know it. A, I bought a pair of shoes from a drug dealer, but I think he laced them with something because I've been tripping all night. Some, uh, some, uh, you know, st- uh, version of that joke, and then people would just keep sending me that joke. And at first, I would get mad, but it's also, you know, people sharing stuff on the internet. They don't care. They're not comedians. They don't care where yeah. the joke came from. They just want to be funny and entertaining to their friends. Right, right, right. And I think about that all the time. And especially that specific one, because that's joke is the one where I know somebody that it happened to. And that Mm -hmm. got insanely popular. Mm -hmm. And like, 
way more popular than you. Which well, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're not wrong. actually, you're. I mean, of my friends who are doing comedy still, you know, you you've been more successful than most of the people I know. But the, like, it just. I think about this all the time. Somebody was the first one to say, like, "Hey, are you working hard or hardly working?" Mm-hmm. And that's pretty funny. That's yeah. pretty funny joke. Or if somebody says, "Are you working hard?" And you look back at them and go, more like hardly working. That's pretty good. And somebody wrote that, but we don't know who the yeah. fuck it was. Or the, or the first guy to be like, there's trouble. That <laughs> kind of, you know. Uh, but those, so, and I found like a list of popular memes. And I, I don't know, you know, are there any like your favorite go-tos that you like to, that you know a ton about? Uh, well, I do. I did write an article about distracted boyfriend and I love distracted boyfriend. I love a good labeling meme. Mm-hmm. Like anytime it's like three, two to three characters or whatever. And you could label each character one thing. Mm-hmm. And it, there's something about that. That's so funny to me. And I think that one is also, I, I mean, I could probably pull out some more obscure ones that I thought were really funny. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that one I like because it is popular enough that like a good portion of the population knows it. Don't feel bad if you don't know it because there's a million memes. Well, you know, but, you could it's as easily as Googling distracted boyfriend. But this is like it was like a, a stock photo. Right. And then somehow somebody just found it. And it's the guy looking at the other woman while holding his girlfriend's hand, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's so ready made. Stock photography is so ready made for memes Mm -hmm. because the whole point of stock photography is to convey one idea very well in one image. Like you could see like uh, like a fishing pole with a dollar bill on the end and we all Mm -hmm. instantly get what you're trying to get at. Yeah. You know. Or it's and, it's the guy sitting at the ed, the edge of the bed, and you clearly a woman in the background, arms folded. So that stock photo of yeah, there's either problems in the relationship or problems in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this is gets this idea. So like that's, and oh, I wanted to say earlier when you were like, you'll never beat an inside joke mm-hmm. with your comedy. Like memes are kind of like inside jokes. I think that's like a real easy way to understand them. Mm-hmm. And like once you get in on it, then you can laugh at all these other variations of it. But you have to get the original version. There so, was one that I loved. It was Denzel Washington and like some kind of track sh- track suit. And it was like, uh, it would be like Uncle Denzel, like the guy that shows up <laughs> to the barbecue. And just there were like different versions of that and he's like got like the, he's like smiling so he's got like these big teeth in, uh-huh. the, in the picture and then it'd just be like who who made them greens Shirley, did you make the greens and it was like <laughs> that's just like the meme and it would just make me laugh so hard and then my friends and i took that and we we changed it from uh uncle denzel to we took we put the undertaker's face on it <laughs> now, and now he was uncle taker <laughs> so, so then it was like you know how you get to the top you earn it and you know you spell it you are in or what, however you spell it but it's like oh, oh you oh you are in for earned yeah, like yeah you. now we've remixed this meme that's already like remixed to begin with yeah and that's that's what you do with memes you're mm-hmm. always like remixing them and changing them so my favorite one of the distracted boyfriend i think well there was a few that i will name as my favorite of that genre like 
first of all, if you don't know distracted boyfriend, it's just, it's like a man and a woman walking down the street. Like they're obviously a couple because they're like holding hands or whatever. And he's looking back at like some hot chick who just walked past him. Some whore. Some whore. <laughs> and by the way, like the photographer, I guess, still works with that couple, but stopped working with the, the woman in the, the dress for some oh. reason. And no one knows why. Like it's never been publicized why he stopped working with her, but kept working with those two. But anyway, so the boyfriend's looking back at this like hot chick who's like almost blurry in the foreground. Mm -hmm. And then the girlfriend is looking at him disgustedly. So like the first one that really went viral, I think, was like the boyfriend was labeled Phil Collins. Mm -hmm. The girlfriend was labeled uh, prog rock. And then the hot girl was labeled like pop. So mm -hmm. it's like Phil Collins leaving pop rock <laughs> or prog rock to do pop. <laughs> And then it, one was like, the boyfriend was like uh, the youth and the girlfriend was capitalism and the hot chick was socialism. So mm -hmm. he's like, oh, kids are into socialism yeah. now. One of my favorite, just most, the basic ones is the boyfriend's the boyfriend and then the girlfriend is uh, food at home. And then the girl in the red dress is like uh, the drive through on the way home or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and those like lend themselves to just so many jokes. It's just like a template. Just take it and make it your own. Yeah, you just have to. And somebody. Uh, okay, so so my two favorites are like the someone gave the boyfriend like a black mustache and like gray hair, and the girlfriend was labeled uh, the integrity of my newspaper. <laughs> and the boyfriend was labeled J. Jonah Jameson. And the hot girl was labeled pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> it fucking made me so goddamn happy. There's another one. And we, April and I got into this on our podcast. That's like another like Marvel one. That's like, it combines memes. Cause there was a meme of like Captain America sitting backwards in a chair was a meme for a while. Mm -hmm. And so that I can't even explain it because it, that one was too complicated. But look that one up, the, mm -hmm. the Captain America distracted boyfriend one. Um, and then one, uh, it was uh, the, the boyfriend, I think it was just a boyfriend. And the girlfriend was like Dolly Parton. And then mm -hmm. that other woman was labeled Jolene. <laughs> And it was really great because Dolly Parton is the one who retweeted it. She like retweeted it. Yeah. And it went viral because of course she loved it. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to bring up another meme that I love, but I don't know. If yeah, it's no, worth going let's in. do it. Let's do it. Okay. Maybe this, uh, uh, there was, uh, uh, did you ever see American Chopper, the show American Chopper? Oh yeah. The, it's the one where the, they're fighting and throwing the, the chair, right? And the American Chopper, if you don't know, or it was that Orange County Chopper. Yeah. Uh, where it's the, the, you know, essentially they fix motorcycles and every episode is some kind of deadline that if they don't get the Spider-Man motorcycle to the charity event, the world's going to explode or something. Yeah, the, the orphans <laughs> are going to starve. <laughs> and it's, it's a family business. So the father and the son got in some big fight and the son's throwing a chair across the room and they're pointing fingers and yelling at each other. But this was very different than other memes because most memes, like the, the words are very short. You got like 10 words. But this meme turned it on its head where it was like four panels. Mm -hmm. And each one, people would try to fit in as many words. <laughs> and like it would be the sun going like, 
the Magna Carta was the beginning of democracy around the world, and that's why scholars still write about it. Those scholars are paid by the mainstream. And it's like all these big <laughs> philosophical arguments. With, and with one was names. just like, I love you, Dad. And the other one was like, I love you so much. I love you so much. I'm going to throw this chair across the room. <laughs> and that's such a weird thing. You know, you're talking about the Magna Carta and democracy. It's so weird how memes have such a place in our society now to to spread information or misinformation. Yeah, and now they, they're to the point where like, and there have been memes used. Oh, the other funny thing I want to say about that meme is someone interviewed the dad mm-hmm. from uh, Orange <laughs> County Chopper about it. And like towards the end of the interview, he said to the reporter, he's like, you know, I think it's at first I was annoyed, but now I'm glad you made these. And I think they're very funny. And the reporter was like, wait a second. Do you think I made these? <laughs> he thought the reporter had made like all these 10,000 memes yeah. of it. No, it this is the world, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what, what were you just saying? Just right spreading information. Oh, yeah. Like, and now like everyone is using them now. Like there was a famous case with like Doge. Do you remember Doge? Oh, the dog thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, like a cute little, like, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and, re- like, at one point, Republicans were using him to be like, oh, such recession, horrible <laughs> Democrats. No, and mm-hmm. the Democrats were just like, and so, like, somebody was like, oh, your policies are as tired as your memes. Ah, uh, that's like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel well, like Ted we- Cruz is super into memes. I bet, well, from two years ago. Yeah. Because our memes are bad. No, but we, I think before we turn on the mics, there was, we were talking about Pepe the Frog. Oh, one of the saddest stories of the whole internet. Well, if you're not familiar, I get, correct me if I'm wrong, David, but the, Pepe the Frog is the frog on a unicycle, essentially, right? No, no, no. Those are actually two different frogs. There's oh. like, a, <laughs> there's a, here comes, there's that boy. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah, boy. that boy. And then Pepe the Frog is a completely different one. Yeah, Pepe the Frog is a different frog. And there's also uh so-called tea lizard, which is Kermit the Frog sipping tea. Yeah, but and, but that's none of my business. That that one. <laughs> that's none of my business. Okay, and let's talk about on, Pepe the Frog. Yeah. Yeah, somebody on the Today Show called Kermit, uh, the Kermit meme, tea lizard. And that is one of the funniest <laughs> fucking... <laughs> We don't know what memes are yet. Yeah. And uh, clearly not a lizard. And yeah. Like, if you <laughs> don't know who Kermit, Kermit the Frog is. <laughs> like, I don't know how that happened. Uh, but anyway, yeah, like that boy is uh, a great meme too. But uh, Pepe the Frog is like a little cartoon. It was like, I think a comic, maybe an online comic, or maybe there were even printed issues where it's like kind of an underground comic where this guy drew different animals. And one of them was Pepe the Frog. And his whole thing was like being this laid back frog. I, I used to know his saying. It was like, it was like chill out, man, or something. Like, <laughs> it was like a laid back frog. And then somehow he got on Reddit. And Reddit's where everything kind of mutates. Mm-hmm. All these memes mutate. And, but it was still just like people were just then just using him to tell weird stories that they called like green stories and some mm-hmm. of them were like grossly sexual to like gross people out. But still just like this weird internet thing where somebody had taken this guy's drawing and then somehow he morphed into a white supremacist symbol. And the guy who came up with them was like, you could just tell an interview after interview. He was like, please stop. I like, <laughs> I, I saw he was, 
and there's nothing he could do. There was nothing he could do. Yeah, it's a, it's that thing, you know, that with with my joke where it's like now now it's part of the world. It doesn't belong to me anymore. You know, like when a famous book, I'm sure authors would be like, yeah, I can't, do, I I wrote it, but now people are going to interpret it however they want. Yeah, yeah, and it's just turned into this whole different thing. And I can't imagine the horror of like, here's my little drawing, and I love it. And if someone told you, hey, in 20 years, that's going to be super pop. It probably wasn't that long. But it's like, how in five years, that's going to be super popular and everyone's going to know it. Ah, oh, great. That's awesome. Well, hold on. Uh, yeah. All these white supremacists are going to roll their sleeves up and that's the tattoo. Ah, oh, just the, uh, oh man, so depressing. It'd be like if Scooby-Doo got turned into a white supremacist symbol. Oh man. Yeah. Like I have so many like things in this office right now for Scooby-Doo. Like, oh, you're like, a big fan. I forgot you love the Scooby. Yeah, I love Scooby Doo. So that you know, if you walked in in ten years, you'd be like, "Man, this guy's such a white supremacist." <laughs> Scooby Doo. Um, and then my other, I found some other ones. Like, yeah, the the change my mind meme. Oh yeah, that's and a classic. I, I didn't know that was like. I, I guess it's a uh, the guy Stephen Crowder, who I I didn't really know who that was, but then you see him enough on Twitter, you know making uh far right statements and then you're like oh this is the guy but those are then that's photoshopped to like you know uh you know han shot first or whatever changed my mind like yeah 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 and that's a good combination of two memes where han shot first became a big meme mm -hmm. and then change my mind was a meme and then people will combine them into one image which is great um the change the my mind guy like also what what a fucking tool you have to be to be like Oh, I've spent time preparing all these arguments and stuff, and now I'm going to go to college campus and trick these this like 18 year old freshman into a debate, and of mm -hmm. course make him look like a fucking asshole. And then I'll I'll film all of them, but of course only show the ones where I'm making people look like an asshole, like that ambush style of reporting, not even reporting, just making videos. Yeah, you know what? I want to do that same thing only out of kindergarten. <laughs> just be like the world is flat change my mind and these kids are like my mom says it's round oh your mom is your mom a fucking geologist is that oh, what you're telling me oh is your mommy here <laughs> look yeah. you're wetting yourself he's crying everybody and then just like someone on the screen is like owned. Owned. I go, oh <laughs> yeah that the change of my mind you know sets up a table at uh, texas university and that that's if that's not like a it's rare that people will troll in real life anymore. Yeah. Like that That's the Westboro Baptist church or whatever, or, or, you know, a, a parade that's trolling in real life. Usually it's just to, on the internet now. Yeah. 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 At least, I mean, I guess at least he has the balls to do it in front of like the people he's confronting, <laughs> you know, like where someone could actually punch you. Uh, success kid, which is the little baby with the oh, fist, yeah, the fist. Um, also known as I Hate Sandcastles became popular around 2008 with the photo of a smug baby at the beach was used across the web on social media. Uh, later, the photograph uh, was photoshopped and turned into thousands of different memes. Uh, it's a yeah. kid named Sammy Griner. Uh, yeah, we talk about that meme, like, uh, we talk about that meme on the podcast a little bit too. Just quick enough that April and I were, this is why uh, I, I do want people to actually watch those videos because April went in and like,
we talk about a bunch of memes and joke about making like different ones. And then she went through and made them for the mm -hmm. video. And she was like, yeah, somebody needs to give that baby the Thanos fist. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. And of course she did and gave him the laser eyes. Uh, er, my, er, my guard. I don't know how you would say that. Uh, but the, the girl with the goosebumps books, man, like when you, or even the dosa keys guy, what, like, that's the best marketing you can have nowadays is to have whatever your thing is turn into product placements over and over again. Yeah. It worked real well for Corona. Well, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I don't, they weren't trying to manufacture that, but even Tide Pods, it was for the, you know, the stretch where people were eating Tide Pods, we were talking about it. And I'm sure the execs were like, they're at least talking about us. <laughs> yeah. At least they're talking about us. I think they had to change something about time. I think they had to put a warning on a label. I remember an NFL, some NFL athlete had to make a fucking video it saying, don't eat Tide Pods. Gronkowski, <laughs> I think it was, which the guy probably most likely to eat a Tide Pod. <laughs> uh, shut up and take my money. Oh, from, with Fry. Yeah, with Fry from uh, Futurama. All the, I, I'm just, oh, my favorite that I didn't know, but it's it's called uh, Scumbag Steve. Do you know that one? Oh, yeah, that's one April brought up, and that's a really super early one, too. Scumbag Steve and Good Guy Greg were, like, yeah. opposites. Which, like, if you're not familiar with Scumbag Steve, it's that guy standing in the doorway in, like, a fur coat with, like, a backwards MLB hat, just looking like a scumbag. I don't know how to phrase it other than he that. He does look like a scumbag. You know, but a one young of those, scumbag. Yeah, where and I guess his mom took that picture of him. <laughs> really, I didn't yeah. know that. And you know that it'd be like no, no, bro. It's spelled library. That kind of yeah, yeah, yeah thing. Um, the, oh, the, there was another Pepe the Frog one I wanted to talk about, which made me laugh because I didn't know anything about the frog, obviously since I got it wrong. But it was like when you fall, when you trip in class, and your spaghetti fall out your pocket, and it was just spaghetti. <laughs> Out of his like, it's like that's clearly has never happened, but it's so funny that somebody made this meme for something that never happened. I think you and I, like, one thing we have in common, sense of humor wise, I, I don't know if this is maybe, but I like it when things are just like one degree off, like <laughs> it's almost there. You're like, oh, yeah. it's it's embarrassing when you trip and fall in class and something falls out of your pocket, <laughs> that all tracks, yeah. and then spaghetti, but that's <laughs> not gonna be it. Like, it's just one thing wrong. Uh, everything else is correct i'm gonna search one and see if i don't know if you're like do you have like a, a, a like a text thread of friends where you just send the worst memes like you could never post in public i don't know if you're like mm -hmm. me but you, you just send them and it's only like oh this is for josh this uh, only josh will be able to see this meme are you do you have those I definitely have friends where I, I don't have a text thread like that, but I do have certain friends who I'm like, this is very funny to me, but I am never going to tell it to anyone but these two people who yeah, will yeah. also laugh with me. I'm not going to say which comedian is, but one comedian has a joke that he refuses to do on stage mm -hmm. uh, about like uh, a pedophile who can't get it up. And the kid being like, oh, don't worry. It happens to everybody sometimes. Like, no, but never to me. No, no, don't feel bad. Like, like that kind of thing where you, if that were a meme, you could only send that to three people. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. Post that. Like my my favorite other one that I've, I've uh, seen, it's, and I tried to Google it, but what I came up with was tired, goofy. And it's goofy in a truck, like driving to work. And 
my favorite one of that I just made me laugh was uh, when you stayed up all night eating ass, but you got to go to work. <laughs> just the just the thought of Goofy eating ass. It's such a like, and then he's exhausted on the way to work. <laughs> Yeah, there's multiple levels to that, right? Because A, I think it's funny the idea of like you ate asshole so long. So long you're tired. Like that's why you were up all night. Not even fucking, but <laughs> and then it's already pretty funny on its own. And then the extra level of it being goofy. Uh, just, yeah, that's it's, cool. that, it's that what you just said is that one degree of spaghetti in the pocket <laughs> yeah 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 um well i guess we can close on this one there's so many more and we could we i'd like to have you back i almost said we would like to have you back but it's just me um, <laughs> yeah you and charlie brown and linus <laughs> disaster girl which if, if you're not familiar is the girl oh, in front yes. of the burning house um 2004 photograph of a young girl with a devilish smile in front of a burning house <laughs> appeared online uh buzzfeed picked it up and i guess her name's zoe so it's you know people have taken that and just it's just this evil girl in front of disasters <laughs> just really fun you know and the thing is she's probably not an evil girl like i don't know do you know the story behind the picture because i don't know the story behind that picture i mean it was pretty much i think just posted and obviously it's a, like it's a great photograph because it's just this you know obviously somebody's house is burning down not great yeah. But yeah, if you're gonna. You might as well use the. I'd be like, yeah, go ahead, take a picture. It's burning. Yeah, so marshmallow. Yeah. yeah, like, and then she. The, there's no other like information. I'm sure if I if I had a deep dive, but just you know, it's so weird how people will take the image and and Photoshop even in this com the comedy community uh, between Indiana and Cincinnati. There's Tabari Day. Oh, yes, that's what which, I should have brought that up as one of my favorite memes, which it's not going to, you know, if you're listening outside of those two states, you and you probably don't know it, but there's a comedian. Uh, he's actually been on the show Tabari McCoy. He talked about uh, collections and being a sneakerhead, but he took a picture of some head like being on a plane for the first time with these big headphones, big gold headphones, gold headphones. So people <laughs> took it and well, then take his head and photoshop it on different stuff and in the comedy community it's called tabari day yeah which, and it's it's a beautiful thing yeah and that's such a weird thing it's like just comedians between indianapolis bloomington indiana and cincinnati ohio it's a meme community within that with that small world you know yeah there's another one of comedian john holmes just walking like very determinedly through the rain yeah <laughs> and like it's not as big as tabari day mind you yeah. but that's also another one that gets memed a lot that would yeah it'd, it'd be interesting to get some other people who've like had those small memes on the show like where it's, it's subculture memes because now there's those broad broad memes of like oh looking at the guy looking at the other girl but then they're like oh this one comedian that we all know we take his head and photoshop onto other people's bodies like it's so microcosms of of culture and there must be thousands of those now because tabari day has been going on for a while yeah yeah it's and i mean and i'm scrolling through this list of me you know ain't nobody got time for that like oh sure like that that hide your kids hide your wives like so many different memes or that you know what is it picard um facepalm i don't know oh yeah 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 yes. 
There's so, a couple Picard memes that are pretty big. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd like to have you back. Uh, oh, yeah. To talk about more, but uh, give me your last plugs and we'll wrap it up. Okay, well, um, yes, check out uh, The History of the Universe. It's on, you probably have to put my name with it. Also, there's, I guess, a famous David Britton who's an opera singer who like <laughs> is always ahead of me. One time I tweeted that motherfucker to be funny, to be like, hey, sorry if people show up to your big Christmas concert tonight and expect to hear my taco joke. <laughs> Nothing from the other David Britton. I thought it, he's from Nashville too, not even far away from where I was at the time. That'd be funny if he responded to you and be like, sorry, people show up to your show and expect opera. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd give it my best. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so check out The History of the Universe by David Britton. It's on all the stuff. I do a podcast. Brent was on it recently. It's mm -hmm. called uh, Do You Know What Time It Is? Where my friends pretend to call me for some stupid reason in the middle of the night. Yours was very funny. Call I like that you turned it around on me and like, no, we were supposed to go hunt Bigfoot. This was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, it's a great uh, improvisational podcast because we, you know, I don't, I think the premise is, you know, nobody, they don't tell you what they're calling about and then you guys just kind of figure it out. So it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to play in that space, you know? Yeah, it's really fun for me. And I get to, and I don't have to do anything. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, come up with something. And so <laughs> I, I barely have to do any work. Uh, I have, uh, if you like reading, I don't know if people are still into that, but I have a website called storiesaboutwizards.com mm -hmm. where every week I post a new wizard story. There's usually a little draw, or there's always a little drawing from one of my friends. My daughter does a lot of the drawings for that. It, uh, I don't make any money off of it. I just love writing wizard stories. <laughs> which you just did a, a finger guns, which is a local commercial in, in Indiana for Don's guns. Yeah. So that was like a local meme. That's a, yeah. So did you remember crazy Mickey, the beeper King? Oh, you know what? I think I only heard about him there. He's on YouTube still. And, and I don't want to be a dick, but I can't imagine this guy's still alive because. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't kill him. He just like. <laughs> well, you hope been, he is alive i'm sure yeah if you just go to google and maybe i'll put the audio at the end but it's crazy mickey the beeper king and it's like uh you know he'll be like uh oh i i can't fly like he's literally flying clearly a green screen on the back <laughs> like very low budget commercials but i'll i'll uh, rip the audio for one of these but he was That's also a perfect like, way to end the podcast i think yeah crazy <laughs> mickey the beeper king so uh any other stuff you want to plug david uh maybe that i felt like there was one other thing that i've been doing that i wanted people to know about it but i can't fucking think of what it is there's the wow. album there's a website and there's a podcast that's probably if anyone checks out any of those i'll be uh fucking thrilled well cool thanks for being on the show man i definitely have you back and we there'll be a new crop of memes by the time you come back yeah yeah i'll try to think of some specific ones and i, I would love to come back anytime this has been super fun man it's been fun thank you yeah thank you it's a bird! It's a plane! No, it's the Beeper King! Selling statewide pagers faster than a speeding bullet. Deals stronger than a locomotive. Able to leap tall prices in a single bound. Get me out of this phone booth, and I'll give you a statewide pager for just a buck nineteen. Add voicemail for just 69 cents a month. No credit check, no activation fee. Want a new digital phone absolutely free? Get that kryptonite away from me and I'll throw in a leather cover, a car adapter, caller ID, and call waiting. We've got nights and weekends, too. Call 12 of your friends on your new digital phone because I'm buying y'all dinner. Dinner for 13's on me. How can you make such great deals? 
Because I'm Crazy Mickey, the Beeper King. 21st Century Paging is your authorized cellular one agent. Call 390-3000. Oh, no, not again. I'm Crazy Mickey, the Beeper King. I sell pages for a buck nineteen. Call 390-3000 right away. Stop at 21st Century Paging today. 